Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the bonus to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Welcome back to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese, and with me is Jesse. This is the Canadian politics show for people who hate politics but care, care about, about stuff. stuff and things. Is that our what do you care more about? Stuff or things? Stuff, definitely. I'm more of a things guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, STD zone. You got any cool stories? What happened to you? Uh, this, this is where we uh, blind people with the exciting lives. That exciting, we our exciting, ter- ter- terribly exciting lives. I missed out on all. I missed out on Thanksgiving dinner, and I missed out on pretty much all Christmas dinners because I was away. And so I reached out to my friend Ryan, and I said, "Hey, if I pay for the ingredients, will you cook a feast for us?" And he said, "Yes." And so we're gonna have a little post-Christmas Christmas feast. 
Nice. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be tasty and delicious. <laughs> and I'm going to have a little food coma. Wonderful. I I have recently been... Um, uh, i got a cool story for you. Do you believe in the placebo effect? I do. I'm a big believer in the placebo. I can trick myself, even though I know it's a placebo sometimes. You know, my, my my brother was at the doctor's once, and the doctor's like, yep, I will fix you right up. And he turned his chair around, and he reached behind him on a shelf, and he, he grabbed a bottle. And on the bottle was a label, and the label said placebo. And he handed it. Uh, he started like pouring pills out of it and gave it to my brother. My brother's like, I can see that it says placebo right on the bottle. And the doctor's like, oh, oh, not a lot of people know what that word means. And he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I only specialize in uh, people who left school at the age of eight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, this is, so my son um, was playing, uh, plays basketball, U12. And he, he had a really good season last year. And since he's gone back in October before Christmas, uh, before before the end of 2022, he was kind of like taking a while to warm back up. He, he built into a basketball? Of, yeah, yeah. He, he How old is he? He is 11. So he built a lot of confidence in the last season. By the end, he was kind of really into it. Okay. But coming back, he, I think he kind of got like, got, and also the kids are a lot bigger because right. he's gone up in age group. And uh, but his basketball shoes didn't fit him anymore. So my parents were in town, and they bought him these really um, bright. They call them the Rick and Morty shoes. They're bright green and yellow. Apparently, all the why would the, you do they're, that? To they're the poor kid. They're the go-to basketball shoes for kid. They're the cool ones. They're hard to find. Apparently, bright he, green and yellow are what the kids so want he, these days. Yeah, yeah. So what the fuck. It's like the, I think they call them the Rick and Morty shoes because they look like the portals. Right. Yeah. And um. And he played his first game in those shoes, and it was like everything, all his confidence had come back. I think he believed, because he was like, these are the, the shoes, or these are the sneakers that a champion would wear. He, he then went and played like a total, like, uh, like his, his headspace was, was so different. He was really into it. He scored twice. He was, um, did you say that? He hooped twice? Yep. He hooped that's, twice. That's the Canadian term, hooped. Yeah, and um, yeah, no, he, <laughs> and he was, he was. That's some really good. He set some other people really well. It was it was crazy. So I'm like I'm like every time my kids go and play sports, I'm gonna go just so you know. Don't tell me the other kids, but these shoes once belonged to Michael Jordan. <laughs> he was your age, or an equivalent sports star. Did you actually sport. say that to him? But I lied to my kids <laughs> to make them perform better in a yeah. in an athletic <laughs> pursuit. Yes, would you? Oh, if it made them happier and more confidence. I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Sure. Just so you know, I smeared this tennis ball in magic <laughs> tennis jelly <laughs> that was found in the locker room of Pete Sampras in 1994. And I've kept it just for you. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's a nice little story so, um, about your kid. If your kid is struggling in sport, just tell them. Just lie to them. Just lie to them about an object. And it's like gives them magic powers. Yep. I can see why people used to believe in magic objects. Because it's because they go now wear this necklace and you'll be better in combat. And if you believe that, right? There was actually it's interesting. I was reading, I was editing a docu, uh, not documentary. I was editing a television show um, about military artifacts, and one of uh, the rose. Uh, they were talking about rosaries in World War One and possibly World War Two, and a lot of soldiers believed that if you were um, under fire and you were you you prayed. And you, you, what was it? The you prayed to the rosary, um, that you automatically go to heaven if you were shot and killed. Very interesting, I think. 
yeah, I mean, you're more likely to get shot and killed if you're on your knees praying rather than firing. Well, I mean, <laughs> hate to ruin it for you, but <laughs> sorry, taking a dark turn there. What do we got today? Tell us the bring us bring us back into the light here. Let's let's make with the funnies, Reese. <laughs> this episode is called Canada's New Province. Didn't we already do this one? No. Canada's new province. Well, what do you think that means? Well, we did a province named Bob. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when we didn't know if the Northwest Territories was going to be a territory or a province. And there was like an influx for a little while there. So it might have to do with that. I'm going to go with the latter. That's my guess. No. No? This is an entire country that wants to become a province or part of Canada. Turks and Caicos. Yes. Aha! I do know, know this things. story. There we I don't go. know I don't know the we story. We haven't done this episode. No, I don't know the story, uh but I do know that much. That's as far as I know. That's yeah. that Turks and Caicos in Canada, they have they're both uh commonwealth. Yes. Um and so it's uh Canadians like to travel there for for you know, we've got just I I honestly don't know the benefits. I know that we have benefits as Canadians going to Turks and Caicos and we were in talks for many, 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 many years about having them become another province so that if Canadians, you know, are snowbirds and they fly to Turks and Caicos, uh we'll have the same health care. We can just use our health our, our you know, our our MR, our MSI to you know, get into the hospitals, we can exchange, use the same currency. We can get buy jobs property down there. there. They buy get, property. They can get jobs here. Exactly. Although, why the fuck they'd want to come up here is beyond our, us. But like, we've been in talks with that Boston, forever, so. and to the point where like nobody believes it's going to happen anymore. Just no, so, do you, to, do you want me to tell you a little bit? Yeah, go into no. detail. Let's hear. So, um, Turks and Caicos, forty low-lying coral islands in the Atlantic Ocean. Forty. Forty islands. A group of islands. How many of those are inhabited? Eight. Okay. And it it it. It is described as a tropical Caribbean paradise, the kind of place where you can sit on a beach just wearing coconuts on your breasts. That's that's my goal. Yeah. And nothing else. <laughs> right, yeah. No grass skirt or any of that kind of uh, stereotypical just, stuff. Just a third coconut. Just a third yeah, coconut. Just down there. Yeah. <laughs> a third a nut. Anyway, <laughs> a half a coconut. One um, for the front, one for the back. And, uh, tourism is one of them. Is is well is the most important part of the economy for the island. Right. Um, hotels, cruise ports, and about a million visitors a year. So, so I'm guessing Turks and Caicos would be all in with this. Like, oh, why so, wouldn't they want to be part of Canada? Because that would mean Canadians would be coming on mass every fucking winter and spending their their money. Although they'll come and they'll come. But on, no, well then again, they'll come and have second homes and price everyone out of their own uh, res. Their own uh, communities but if it's if it's if they are taking on canadian currency and the money is going all yeah they want to get sipped off uh, they want to get ripped off by sobies as well no but do you hear what i'm just i i, I do not know how the economies do you want me to get to it do you want me to, yeah i'm just curious because like right now they need tourism to survive but if they become part of a larger country wouldn't their money and our money kind of be like going into the same pot sort of thing no, because you can still spend money. You can earn money in Alberta and spend it in BC. Yeah, but it's still not quite the, the same. BC. Yes, but not as much as people from America coming to BC and spending their money. Why is that? Why is that? Is that not because it's it's still money being spent? Yeah, but it's it's from a different pot. 
you know. It is from a different part. It counts as... Uh, I'm sure I'm making sense on some level here. I don't know what it is but, or how to explain it better. But also, but <laughs> you could still have Americans coming in too, I guess. So, um, so the, the ratio is 20 visitors for every resident each year. Okay. Um, so so the previously, the Canadian government had indicated it would be open to exploring methods of increasing economic and social ties with Turks and Caicos. So they were yeah, always... They've been talking about this for years. Why hasn't it happened? And, and they both... That's what I want to know, is why hasn't it happened? Exactly. And they both have a Westminster-style government. Ch- King Charles III is head of state of Canada. What's, what's Westminster-style? Westminster, same as Canada, House of Parliament, with a, oh. with a monarch as the head of state. Okay. So it'd upper be, house, lower house. All right. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. That's how you describe yeah, the Canadian Senate. <laughs> Everyone's welcome to the party, except the people who aren't. So there we go. Um, so it started back in... Do they speak like, English? Um, I don't know. I imagine they probably lost the indigenous languages there thanks to the British Empire. Mm. So um, how convenient. Um. Let me have a look. What language do they speak there? They speak, the official language is English. It's, uh, the ethnic groups are 88% Afro-Caribbean, 8% Euro-Caribbean, and 4% mixed or Indo-Caribbean. That's kind of cool. So, um, it started back in 1917 when Canadian Prime Minister Robert Borden... 1917? 19. We've been trying to make this a province for a hundred years. A hundred fucking years. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so he offered Prime Minister. Don't Robert, hold your breath, people. I oh, know. Fucking Jesus. Um, Robert Borden, the Prime Minister, offered to take over responsibility of the islands from the UK, um, and the the idea was raised at, at the Imperial Conference in 1917, but was shot down by UK Prime Minister David Lloyd George. He was Welsh, um, uh, and because he wanted to keep strong ship imports within British control. So okay. he wouldn't give it to Canada. If he hadn't been like that, it could already be part of Canada right now. Oh, wow. 100 years ago. So um, that never went away for Turks and Caicos. I think it's something they think a lot more about than the average Canadian. Okay. So um, in the 1970s, there was a big resurgence because a lot of Caribbean countries were declaring independence from the UK as the kind of British empire was shrinking away and were no longer being governed from London, they were becoming more independent. So they but they st- Turks and Caicos is still a commonwealth. It's it? commonwealth, but it's not, the go- it's not run from London. They have their own independent government. They just chose to keep king, uh, the king or the queen at the time to be the head of state in okay. the 70s. So yeah. because there was all this big constitutional change going on, they were like, well, if we're redesigning everything, why don't we think right. about being part of Canada like we did in 1917? And what happened? So, uh, the island's territorial council in 1973 prepared a petition to the Canadian government seeking a closer form of association and asking for Britain's uh, permission to do so. So, in 1974, a private member's bill was introduced to the Canadian parliament. Uh, It wasn't supported by the government, but often, so if you're elected to parliament, you're allowed to introduce a bill. Okay. But even though you're not in power, you might be like in opposition. You can still talk about stuff and bring stuff up. Um, but it wasn't brought to vote. Um, and the Canadian government didn't make it a priority at the time. But it was an actual bill in Parliament to say, hey, let's talk about doing this. I feel like I feel like if, if we get the fun liberals up and running. So me and Jesse have been talking about getting the fun liberal party 
um, I was looking at I was looking at how to get a political party registered. You were, and you, it can't sound or it can't. You have to have a distinct name from the other parties. And I think uh, we call ourselves the fun it. liberals. Right. We still, I mean, it, it is the liberals, but more fun. But it's still got the word liberals in it. Maybe we can get away with it. I'll, I should, but we. I was looking at the rules for us to register that as a okay. as a federal part, political party. Right. It'd be kind of, it, I mean, it'd probably be along the same lines as like having a, a party that's called like the conservatives suck, you know, like exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably not allowed to do that. <laughs> but like, I was going to say, if we run, then that should be our, like our main focus, our, our only focus. Well, the, our only because, promise because we're fun and we want yeah. tropical paradise to be part of Canada. What are you, what are you, what are the other things that you, you, nothing, this is it. This is our only What's your position on healthcare. <laughs> The, the warm weather's good for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. What's, Every, what's your position on immigration? Turks and Caicos people are welcoming Canada anytime. <laughs> what's your position on, on the military? Well, you know, they should have holidays in Turks and Caicos too. Right? Everyone deserves leave. a holiday. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I like this. What about education? Kids should know where Turks and Caicos is. <laughs> I love this. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Let's, let's make this happen. What about on the economy? Go and spend money in Turks and Caicos. Caicos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's like a single issue party. Yeah, I love it. It's good. Um, so then again in the 80s, Liberal Senator um, Hayes and Argue tabled a motion calling for both nations to explore the de- desirability, and a, I'm going to do this in a fancy voice, the desirability and advantages of the Turks and Caicos Islands becoming part of Canada. Uh, the motion was for the ongoing talks for both countries. Um, and they wanted to discuss greater internal self-governance, um, the util- utilization of the Canadian dollar, uh, islanders benefiting from work rights as Canadian citizens, uh, benefits from Canada's relationship with the United States, benefits stemming from economic immigration uh, integration, such as um, a reliable domestic tourist market and domestic access to the Canadian education system, government assistance programs, and judicial system. So there was like breaking down all the stuff they wanted to start doing to become right. part of Canada. And what happened? Nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but- why? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zep pound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
<laughs> but then but then I found this thing where it was said that it was talking about the different options of how it would become. So option one, mm. option number one, option. Pick, you've got to pick your favorite one. Option number one, All right. establish a new province. So the idea is it would be a new, a new province. They could have their own number plates. They right. could, you know, um, they could do whatever they wanted. The same, it would just be another province. Um, and it would put it on a par with the existing 10 provinces. Um, and that that's their, that's their number one option. That's their preference. Just make us a province. Okay. Number two, become a territory, um, which is the simplest method of annexation. And apparently they've already, they already have the procedure from when they did it in 1993 to establish none of it. So it's not that big. A, it's, it's the easiest. There's l- the least amount of paperwork. Okay. To make it a territory. Um, and all it, all it requires is an act of federal parliament and the provinces in Canada don't have to do anything. And option number three is to incorporate it into an existing province. Mm. So it becomes part of another province. Like like Nova Scotia plus. And that is the province they wanted to, to become. Oh, well, we're the closest. To we the, are the closest. Yeah. We share the same beautiful weather. No, we don't. Proximity. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently, um, the the proposal technically, I think Toronto is probably closest to them geographically. Yeah, just well, they're they're lower than us. But you can swim there from where we are. Right. Yeah, we're connected so, by water. Here we are. Yeah, the closest. Lot, connected you can by sail water. quite comfortably yeah. between. Don't let New Brunswick have them. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would choose territory just because it's. As you said, like the paperwork's like it, it'd be the easiest to to make it happen. The 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 least resistant route to success, and I want this to happen so badly. <laughs> well, the the proposal for them to join a province mm-hmm. was so the proposal has already been supported by one province, Nova Scotia, in April two thousand and four, when its legislature adopted a resolution explicitly inviting the government of Turks and Caicos to explore joining part Canada as part of Nova Scotia. Um, and it says, uh, whereas the Turks and Caicos is a Caribbean treasure consisting of 40 islands and a population of almost 19,000 people that is currently governed as a British territory, and whereas the government of Turks and Caicos expressed interest in joining Canada, and whereas the province of Nova Scotia has a long and proud history of conducting trade with the Caribbean, Therefore, it be resolved that the government of Nova Scotia initiate discussion with the Turks and Caicos to become part of the province of Nova Scotia and encourage the government of Canada to welcome the Turks and Caicos as part of our country. Um, I mean, sure. It's it's a little weird. And apparently uh, there was a 90, 90% support from the citizens for this, for it to join. Which citizens? Uh, Turks and Caicos. Okay. Uh, what do you think? What's your What's your preferential option? I think that if you're a small country, preferred option, preferred small country of nineteen thousand people, yeah, like it can it can be hard to get stuff done. Like this, you're very limited. If you've got nineteen thousand people spread across eight islands, right, and another thirty two that are uninhabited, that maybe is just populated by crab people <laughs> or just crabs. Um, I, think the, the, I think you got it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it can be hard for you to get your voice heard and to get trade deals and for to right. get attention and to grow and to do all the stuff you want to do. Buy equipment for hospitals, all that kind of stuff. You don't have a lot of power on the world stage. Whereas if you join up with someone bigger who seems friendly, um, then it might mean that you might lose 
your independence, but what you gain in terms of clout and mm-hmm. being in your own province, you still get a lot of clout and still, still a lot of decisions. But you would also get like federal funding. You'd have a lot of bunch of, and also for your kids, you can go, well, I want my kids to go and study in Canada and go and live in a big city in Canada for a while and come back and have new skills and new perspective. It can only be good for our, our economy and our country. You wouldn't even need a passport. No, exactly. You just use your, just use your, um, health card. Right. <laughs> your driver's license. So well, of the three though, of, of becoming a territory, another province or joining Nova Scotia, which do you think is the best option? I think this has been quite funny about them joining Nova Scotia. Something funny about that. Because Nova Scotia's got his own, like, you've got all these different counties in Nova Scotia. Yeah. I love the idea. You've got, like, all these different counties. You've got Cape Breton, very kind of, like, Nova Scotian, like, accents and traditions. Each county kind of and has its own sort of... And then there's new tropical county. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, we've got, like... sexy tropical like county. Lunenburg, which is, you know, a colorful fishing yeah, village. Colchester County. Right. And then Cape Breton, which is its own sort of cultural heritage. You know, And then, like... New Glasgow. New Glasgow. I'll pick two counties. Sorry. Right. And then suddenly, Turks and Caicos is like... <laughs> Welcome to Jim. Love- this is a tropical... Uh, yeah, right, all it's right. a long is- drive for the harbour. <laughs> The longest land bridge will. It just seems to be quite funny about grafting on, but I think making their own, making them their own. So yeah. Anyway, um, however, um, there is no recent polling indicating support in Canada. Not enough Canadians know about this. If Canadians knew about this and cared about it, it could happen. Well, where can they go to voice their the internet? The internet. Okay. No, I mean, like, do they write to their MLA? Like, is there a? I just everyone write to everyone you know. Write to everyone you know. Everyone. Your neighbors, your old elementary school teachers, screaming. People you've had road raid incidents with. Right. Just write in all caps, I want to be part of Turks and Caicos, exclamation mark. And that's the letter. Yeah. That's it. So if enough Canadians do this and they get angry and they let people know, Canada could have a tropical paradise. Although, to be honest, the imagine that um, the minute it becomes a domestic flight, it'll be worse quality and more expensive. What do you mean? Domestic flights in Canada are horrible. Oh, they are horrible. Yeah, yeah they're awful. So. <laughs> that's okay. It's just, you just so you'll want to go there. You just won't. Because <laughs> just take a sleeping pill on the plane and you wake up in another tropical place. It's or, great. you know, if it's in Nova Scotia, it's a lot easier to get to. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Should build a bridge. Yeah, just like the Confederation Bridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, PEI wouldn't Imagine. be happy. They like the they like the small island beach paradise. They're going to get trumped by the Turks and Caicos. How long would it take to drive on a bridge from Nova Scotia to Turks and Caicos? I have no idea. How do you work that it's out? It's next to Cuba, so. <laughs> That'd be like probably a several week long drive nonstop it on would a bridge be. with no stops no bathroom breaks no restaurants just a bridge just <laughs> you're gonna do the math all right we're gonna work this out from sail yes. thanks to turks and well kcos makes more it makes more sense because you can actually do it so it's easier to measure um 1638 nautical miles this is fascinating podcasting i don't know what that means <laughs> neither do i 6.8 like... 6. days at sea all right if you're going at a speed of 10 knots if i take that up to 40 knots well how many knots is a car five? drive how much is a knot Okay, nautical convert nautical miles convert nautical miles into into kilometers. 
There's no way we're keeping this in the podcast. This is the most ridiculous shit. miles <laughs> to kilometers. Um, it is, oh, okay, um, 3,033 kilometers. 3,033 kilometers is the distance from? Nautical miles, yeah. Nautical miles? Or we could just, okay. So how many how many kilometers can the average person drive in a day? Wait, wait, hold on. I don't know. 3,300. Is there not a boat? 3,300 kilometers is what you're saying. Yeah. From Nova Scotia to Turks and Caicos. Yeah. And if you're driving at- you're not, this is This is nautical miles. This is if you sail. No, but you just converted nautical miles to kilometers. Yeah, but it's still on the ocean. No, but I'm talking if you build a bridge. Okay. <laughs> From Nova Scotia. The same route you take a boat. The same route you take a boat. 3,000 mile bridge. 3,300 kilometer- Kilometer bridge. Bridge. And say you're driving at 110 kilometers per hour yeah. is 30 hours. That doesn't sound right. That sounds right. 30 hour drive from Nova Scotia to Turks and Caicos. Yeah, because you're taking an almost direct route through the ocean. You're not following the road system through the United oh, States. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. Just a, just a basically a straight line on, on a, Much a, like a the wavy bridge in the bridge. middle of the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Like the Confederation <laughs> Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. <laughs> Hope you don't need to pee. Okay. <laughs> exactly. You'd have to, yeah. Halfway through is a Tim Hortons on the side, yeah. Just a floating Tim Hortons. That'd be amazing. Can you imagine going to work at a Tim Hortons in the middle of the, the transatlantic beach bridge? Beachside. Uh, people walking along the beach with a big tray. It's not beach. A tray of timbits. <laughs> you're, you're led on just, the beach. No, but no, imagine, no beach. It's a, it's a <laughs> imagine Canada meets tropical paradise. So you're led on the beach. A man walks over. He's going, timbits. And he's selling timbits <laughs> on the beach. Add Turks and Caicos? Yeah, yeah. Okay. On the, not, on the beach. not along the bridge that no, no, connects exactly. Turks and Caicos and Nova Scotia. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that should be part of our our uh, our party's demands. Demands. Yeah. Well, a bridge. A bridge. A bridge <laughs> to Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> That's all apologies that policy decisions are based on what okay, you give me choice A and choice B. Which one is more fun? <laughs> Oh, we can make a maglev train. Yeah, why not? Right? It can't be that hard. Fuck it. Yeah. It's, we've got all the money. They made them years ago. It can't be. They, can't be hard. Yeah, it's yeah. Been so much stuff that they invented 50 years ago is now a piece of piss. Yeah. Do it easy. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm going to make a maglev train. Sure. No problem. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tonight and then I'm going to smash it up just because I can. Yep. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Good. Uh, speaking of other places, uh, we've got Australian listeners now, which is really cool. Not a ton. And it might just be one person. We've got an Australian Good. Patreon. Uh, Aussie listener. Hello. We, we have Aussie. a single Patreon uh, from Australia. Hello. Um, we're wondering if all of the listens from Australia are you. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I want to know if, uh, please tell me that, um, that our, um, can he, our Australian listener is Jared Rebecca. Who's Jared Rebecca? He played Toady, or he played Toadfish in Neighbours. Jared Rebecca. I don't know. If you if you are the Australian listener and you are Jared Rebecca, please let me know. Okay. Mm. You ever you heard of Neighbours? The Australian soap opera. No, I've never heard of this. It used to be Australian soap operas are really big in the UK, and British soap operas are big in Canada. 
Oh yeah. And Canada okay. doesn't have soap operas to export to Australia, so the the circle is. Thank God, you're lucky. It's. Can you imagine a Canadian, our, our Canadian Cana- soap opera? We have one. We have one Canadian soap opera, and it's really? called What's Trailer it? Park Boys. Okay, oh, that's, that's, that's yeah, but that's not like family viewing. Um, <laughs> Canada needs a soap opera. Why did I never see it before? Like a traditional sort of yeah, like you know, it's it's um, I don't know, it's a subdivision. I mean, I I was kind of half joking, joking, but like Trailer Park Boys really is kind of our soap opera. It's a subdivision called Eagle Lake. Some of them are having sex with each other behind their partners' backs. <laughs> One of them, um, their business is going under, but they they're stealing money from somewhere else. These are the plot lines going on. One of them's addicted to drugs. For Eagle Lake, Eagle Lake, where's Eagle? And now on CBC, we're joining the residents of Eagle, Eagle Lake. Da, 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 da. Drone shots. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> Jib arm crane shot lowers down to the street. <laughs> A woman covered in blood runs from her house holding the severed head of her husband. Yeah. This yeah. is the final first and final episode of Eagle. <laughs> CBC has cancelled Eagle Lake. Murdered and burned all people involved. <laughs> I, I would I would watch a Canadian soap opera. As an immigrant, I think they it's part of learning about life. Right. Soap operas. Yeah. That's smart. That's all my knowledge all my knowledge of life in Australia was based on neighbors, so and to a lesser extent, home and away. <laughs> not, not familiar. Home closer each day. Home and away. I think they cancelled both shows. What Canadian shows are you familiar with? Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what about the little Stobo? No, never seen it. Uh, no, um, Due South. That was the one I loved. That's a good one. That was a good one. And um, the, uh, the dog. I like the dog. <laughs> All right, I think and then, oh, what's his name was in it? Um, oh. Who played his dad? The one from Airplane, Naked Gun. Leslie Nielsen? The funniest Canadian ever born. Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. He uh, was in he, Due he South? Was, he was in Due South. He was played, he? He played uh, the... Uh, the relative or the a family oh. member of um, wow, the, I didn't the, know the that Mountie, the Mountie characters. So now Canadian politics is boring. Has devolved into Reese and Jesse talking, talking about, about TV. About TV. <laughs> <laughs> I do another podcast called The Demon Seed that is basically just talking about TV shows people remember. Are you serious? That's what it's about now. You sent me a couple episodes to listen to, and it was pure, pure fucking madness. Like just it's all over it, the place. It's got worse. <laughs> well, now it seems like it has structure, which is something. No, it does. It's not. It's not. The, the, <laughs> the, listeners, the listeners use the phrase "same shit, different order." Oh, okay. And it's it. it's all right. Well, uh, that was fun. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any? Uh, do we have? Uh, do we have um, call to action for? Our yes, line? write to everyone about Turks and Caicos. How about you write to your MLA? Put signs everyone. around. Yeah, put signs around your neighborhood on the mailboxes and everything. All right. Have you heard of Turks and Caicos? You yes. could do that, yeah. or you could write to your MLA, yeah. which uh, may or may not have any impact whatsoever. I personally suspect that writing to your MLA is a waste of time and gets nothing done, but other people disagree with that. Yeah, and steal. so I've decided to run with it. Do you know what's say, more effective than MLA. contacting your MLA? Nothing? Ste- stealing the prime location of a panhandler wearing a sandwich board <laughs> saying, please write to your MLA about Turks and Caicos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye everyone. Bye everyone. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 